On to another episode, Middle Ground with JLE LLC, where we treat you like family. That is the theme song, Detroit Love, off my first album, JLE Experience. I'm your host, JLE. You know, you see the author musician, all that great stuff. Have another great guest for you in this season 12. We have cybersecurity solution architect, founder of Professor Rogers Cyber Lounge, podcaster, public speaker, cyber mentor. Cyber career coach and cyber security professor, Professor Roger White. Welcome to the show. Great introduction. I'm going to take you on the road with me. Right? <laughs> Got to bring you out, man. Yeah, I need you. Right? in the middle ground. <laughs> I need you to make, make me a theme song like Shaft. You know? Okay. I'll fix that up for you. <laughs> First question. What Good led to be you here. To I always watch your show. Appreciate it. So, first question we're gonna go with is, what led you to this path? Say that one more time. What led you to this path? Oh, okay. So, okay, yeah. Let me go back a little. All right. Mm, take time. Um, so in, so my, my parents, they went to college, right? Mm -hmm. My dad's a doctor, my mom's a civil engineer. And, um, they kind of strongly suggested when my mom forced me to go to college, you know, <laughs> <how I go. laughs> yes, mom forced me to go to college. <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted to do. So, you know, my family owns businesses, right? They're all south. My grandmother had a restaurant. So I went, when I was a kid, I was working business. So I thought, okay, let me take this. I didn't really know what that meant. But I took it. Boring. I didn't know what else to do, right? There's no technology in Really, okay. it was computer science. Okay, you going your volume going up and down. Yeah, I don't know if it's you moving, but it's up, then it's down. All right, hold on one second. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I had my other mic. Is it good now? Um, it was up yeah. and it went down. Say something now. Didn't hear nothing. No worry, folks. We'll get it right. We'll make sure you can hear this journey. So it helps inspire you to find your purpose. So we do hear middle ground. Technology is technology. We're going to keep moving, though. It's all great. Now, he was supposed to be in season 11, season finale, but he had to be scheduled. So I think this would be a great story for people to hear. Learn something from. You take something from it to get on your path. Got to hope on this Friday you relaxing, doing something for yourself. Getting ready to see the Lions shock the world. <laughs> and the snow is gone, so I know downtown about to be rocking this weekend. There ain't no snow now. It's probably about 40 degrees. Yes. Yeah. That's like spring here. So it's about to be doing this thing.
Don't get it. No worries. They get it together. While he fixed that, hey, you go to Amazon.com, check out all three of my books on the author Jeffrey L. Edwards. All digital outlets, check out my two albums I have out The JLD Experience, JLD World. About to get back to the studio, keep working on album three. <clears throat> there will be a book signing in the works soon. Still figuring that part out. Keep everybody updated. Hope your Friday's going awesome. <laughs> you know, devil try to stop something, but we never let him, let him do it over here, middle ground. We keep it moving. Let's see if we got him now. Now you muted now on the screen. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yep. All right. Let's see how that goes. There we go. Weird. Okay. Sorry about that. No problems. So that, that uh, we keep moving, man. So you saying yeah. your mom wanted you to go to school? You didn't know what you wanted to do? Yeah. So um, yeah. So I took accounting. Um, then, uh, you know, I said, might as well go further. So I got my MBA, I got my CPA, and I worked at an accounting firm, right, um, Pricewater. That's a big accounting firm in New York. I'm originally from New York, okay. living in Atlanta now. And, um, you know, it was just extremely boring, right? <laughs> it wasn't my personality at all. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with being an accountant, but yeah. it doesn't fit my personality. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was miserable. I mean, like, I didn't even <laughs> want to wake up because I had to go to work. And they wouldn't fire me for anything. Ah, <laughs> <You dang>. know? <laughs> it was one of those, man. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. But oh, but then I met uh uh I met I met a couple of guys at work that was in IT okay. and they told me. I said, yeah, I want to do that. That seems like fun because they're always running around, laughing, mm -hmm. eating food out the conference rooms. I want to do that. Okay. You know, you know? so so then um, I took a tech class, right? Uh, A-plus, mm -hmm. Network Plus. It took me about three months. I got a job because of my financial background. I was able to get a job at NASDAQ, you know? Okay. Because they figured, oh, you got tech and financial background. Yeah, we'll take you. And um, I'm so when when I came out of college, I was making like 56, 57 to start. Um, right. And and IT four months. Now now I went to school for five years, counting my CPA, six years, mm -hmm. right? Um with IT. I made 53. I remember this because I'm like, wow, four months and I make almost the same I made in six years. <laughs> I, was, I was, you know, I was, um, you know, I was, I was sold then. You know, I, I like this IT. Okay. Right? In accounting, it's not really freedom. If you want to make money or six figures, you really got to go off on your own. Either you be the boss, there's only like two, three people in the finance department that's making six figures, mm -hmm. right? So, and, and those people, you have to wait for them to die, basically, or <laughs> you get fired, scandal. Oh, okay. you know? I but, yeah. So, but in, in IT, you know, it's realistic to make six figures in any job position, you know, after a certain level of experience. So, I like that you get paid. For your skill level okay. instead of politics. Awesome. Your job yeah, so, I, right. so that happened in 2000, and I've been in, I've been in um, IT's ever uh, since. Okay. Now, 
What does a cybersecurity professor teach? Oh yeah, so uh, so my my another my my real love right is teaching. I love to teach. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm a professor at several different universities. Um, you know, they call they call us um, adjunct professors because we're not full time. Okay. Right, I have a day job. Right, so we usually teach at night or the weekends. Um, and um, you know, yeah, I I love doing that. Um, now my mission is to with Professor Rogers Cyber Lounge is to help you know the minorities get into cybersecurity. The diversity numbers are extremely low to the point it's almost you know conspiracy theory low, you know. <laughs> You know, you always talk about conspiracy theory, but this is low. Oh, like, no. 5% yeah. of the whole workforce, which is hundreds of thousands, right, per company, you know, mm-hmm. and only 5% total is African American, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, that I want to address that and try to get us more in it. So, I, 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 I built the lounge to, you know, when, when I was teaching classes. I didn't see too many black people in the classes. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I started to wonder why. And maybe the cost is prohibitive. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense if I'm a truck driver or I'm not talking about truck drivers, but if if I'm a blue collar worker, I'm working in fast food or retail or nail technician, I'm not going to afford a twenty thousand dollar boot camp. Gotcha. Right? So. You know, I, I lowered the bar, right, by offering free services and training and all that stuff. So, you know, to get more of us in, remove that barrier. Okay. Now, you have a podcast, too. Is that the lounge or that's something different? Yeah, no, I have, I have a, yeah, I have a podcast um, that I do. Um, we do Career Thursdays, right, where we talk about, there's another thing that, is not taught, it should be taught in our schools, our high schools and stuff, is corporate etiquette, right? So, okay, so you take someone from retail, they never, that's not really a corporate environment, right? In retail, you don't email the CEO or, you know, you just come to work. At Walmart, no. you're not emailing at Walmart. Explain you know, what corporate etiquette is for anyone that never heard that term. Oh, yeah. What, what corporate etiquette is, is you have to know how to work with a team. You have to know how to present your findings. You have to learn, um, you know, or uh, presentation skills. You have to learn um, email etiquette because that could get you fired. <laughs> Sending the wrong type of emails, not responding properly. That will get you fired, and it, oh, yeah. and I've I've seen it done where we, you know, we help them get jobs, and then three months later they're gone, yeah. right? And and when the smoke clear and we find out, you know, hey, w- what happened? Oh well, you know, they just didn't fit on their communication, or you know, they didn't respond quick enough. You know that those things we're not taught. Though that's not uh, you know. People say common sense, but it's only common sense if you taught it, right? Good point. You're not you're not born with corporate etiquette, right? How, you know, so that is um, uh, what um, we teach on Thursdays. On on top of resume and all that stuff, I think it's important. Retention is important. Is not is not addressed, and that's what that inclusion means in the DEI. Right, like, okay, yeah, I'll hire you. Yeah, my diversity numbers. Okay, I'm gonna hire you because you're black, but I'm not gonna make you feel comfortable. Mm. Right, I'm not gonna do anything to make you feel comfortable or make you feel like you belong here. Right, so that's the inclusion part of how do you belong? How do you fit in into their team and into their corporate dynamics and stuff like that? Right. Okay. I know at Wayne State in business school, because they start getting feelings back from companies that a lot of the graduates 
didn't know how to write professional emails or many reports. So every class you had to do like a reflective paper at the end of it. Right. I'm like, for real? And like they put an like, LOL in the emails, like, come on, man, you can't be putting that stuff in a professional <laughs> email. You should know that. <laughs> but in your record, you do, so they, you know, they don't know a difference, right? You got to be mm -hmm. taught that. That blew my little mind. Like, that's why we got to do a paper. Wow. Okay. So I definitely understand and feel you on that because you got to know that language in that lane. Right. Right. People call it code switch whenever, but if you're in a business environment, you need to be able to be a business person. Just like you was in the neighborhood, right. you need to know how to navigate in the neighborhood. Right. And what and, and we're not taught what that means. Right. Mm -hmm. You should be taught that in high school. High school, you should be taught corporate etiquette, how to dress, mm -hmm. how to how to talk, how to, you know. When, when you get your first job, right? So, unfortunately, a lot of our schools don't have that program. That's true. Now, that part, and what has that experience been like? You said what, what the experience looked like? Yeah, what got you into public speaking, and what has that experience been like? Oh yeah, okay. What what got me into public speaking is um, when I started going to the conferences, right? The cybersecurity conferences. I started to go okay. to that. Some of the big ones we have. I'm not sure if you heard of it. Is one is RSAC in San Francisco, right? It stands for. Um, there's a company called RSA, a big leader, big big tech giant in cybersecurity, they throw a conference every year, okay. right? That's like, I guess, the Grammys or the Oscar of, of cybersecurity, right? Mm -hmm. uh, then, and then there's another big one called DEF CON. And uh, RSA is in San Francisco, and then DEF CON Black Hat is during the same week where we call it Hackers Week. Hack, hacker summer camp, right? <laughs> we got two big conferences all in okay. one week, right? So you, usually everybody takes the whole week off, right, to learn and to network. And when I go there, I don't see a lot of African-Americans there, especially speaking. So I said, okay, let me speak. And, you know, that's being a professor helped me in that. But you know, I said, let let me do some speaking so that way I could be a role model or example of, yeah, mm -hmm. do it. Usually when you see someone that looks like you, it kind of lets you know, okay, I, right? You're right. Since I started doing this, I have more people I know might ask me about, they think about doing media and broadcasts and stuff like, huh? I'm like, wow. I never knew you ever thought about it, but you see someone you know doing it, and like, okay, it ain't right. too scary. Let me yeah, figure like, something out about it. Right, exactly. So yeah, so now you know I now I do public speaking with a mission, right? My mission is to get uh at least ten thousand African Americans, you know, by my hand into the cybersecurity industry. I get them jobs. You know, so, you know, there's a lot of things behind that. Like, you know, I got to skill them up, got to level them up, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, job readiness. Right. But yeah, that's my mission. Okay. Now, you, it's a hacker's week. What did you learn in, in that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <They're not a> <laughs> <laughs> no, it, you know, it's, um, it's it's people in the field sharing their tools and techniques they use okay. to to thwart hackers because we're ethical hackers, right? Okay. 
I know so, they got yeah. that chess match with the hackers out here, y'all. New technology out. Y'all working for the company, and they trying to figure a way to break in. You got to put yeah. the hand on stop. Oh, man. Dang, they, they, they figured that out. You just keep moving that hand to try to keep them blocked. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So so we all meet to say, okay, this is how, you know, experts are doing it. Okay. Right? So all the all the experts and the gurus and the innovators of the industry, they go to these conferences. Okay. Now, is it hard to be a cyber career coach or mentor? Um, no, I think with with, with experience, and and that's a and that's a, a critical thing. I think that is overlooked. In our industry, you're going to need a mentor because the industry is so big, right? And you could go down rabbit holes and you could lose a lot of time or go in circles trying to figure out what you want to do. So a mentor helps with that. A mentor will say, hey, this is the clear path for this, right? Now, you know, a, a mentor usually gives advice. It's free. Right. Give you advice to say, hey, this is how you become a cybersecurity professional. Right. This is the path you take. The coach helps you to stay on the path, stay accountable to your task. Right. Um, so that's the difference between a mentor and a coach. Right. And, um, and, and, and I do both. And, um, again, we definitely need that yeah we need more. i had to pass accounting i had to go to the accounting lab because doing them income statements if you multiply or divide the wrong way oh yeah your total asset liability like it's eight hundred thousand. i'm at 740 where the hell that sixty thousand at and you yeah, freaking exactly. out like where i mess up for hours like oh you multiply it idiot like oh yeah. Man, like, what if that was yeah. real life? I'd be fired and get the guards. You stole oh, them. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I can't no. do it. Most <laughs> definitely. And and that skill there, you know, to pay attention, pay closely, close attention to detail, mm -hmm. uh, to be organized and well documented, because that's what you have to do in the finance. Everything is documented. Oh, yeah. And if it's wrong, you gotta find you gotta you're gonna stay there until you find out what Man. happened. So I almost so, do my laptop. You, <laughs> I can't pay the six thousand. What the hell? Yeah, you learn, down laughing like yeah, you 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 locked in now because you want to figure stuff out like dog. I'm I'm doing everything like I ain't eight hundred thousand ain't equal. Man, wait a minute, I ain't done now. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the smartest dude this time, but I'm smart enough to figure out eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred thousand. Where the hell that six? Where that six thousand at? It's somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, those are tough times, man. Doing that homework, Ooh, we more cash. Yeah, man. no, that was the devil. Yeah, no, it's it's it, it's definitely stressful. Oh man, I couldn't do that for real. Like, shout out to all the accountants because y'all superheroes. Man, that's too much pressure. I don't want that. Mm -mm. Now, we at the part of the show where you promote market. What you got going on, sir? Oh, yeah. What I have going on is my cyber lounge. We have workshops. Uh, we we're doing a, a certification workshop nice. on you know for for beginners. Um, ISC squared certified in security and security plus. So Wednesdays and Saturdays, uh, we have free workshops live, right? Where where I I break it down with other experts, right? We break down the concepts and the skills and all that you need to pass that exam. Um, and then on, like I said, on Thursdays we do career services that's free to okay. free career workshop they found us on the website oh yeah uh i'm on linkedin let me see if i can put a link 
in the chat. Yeah, you put in uh, all my links in the private chat. I put on the screen. Okay, cool. Do that. Is do it take a lot to put together a workshop? Oh yeah, it takes a lot of work, and a lot of the curriculum out there is not for beginners coming off the street uh -huh. so it gets kind of confusing because they're they're going at a high pace accelerated mm. pace and that's a lot of information to throw at somebody it's like uh they call it the fire hose effect oh, right wow. so i'm fire hosing you with information there's no way you're going <laughs> to retain all that you thought about writing a book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to write some books. I see you're, you're an author. And my Spanish I always say they might be author you're talking to. Check and see. You can write that one for, for the people that need to slow down for them. Oh, man. Yeah, I saw some of your books, actually. Uh, where is this link? Here. But I'll put it and. They put it in project. Yeah, that's weird. I just have no link. And then I put my LinkedIn here also. They could connect with me. You said just put it in a private chat? Mm hmm. That's my LinkedIn, and then I'm going to give you the link. Okay, here's the link to all my workshops. Yeah, and you can promote that. And again, it's all free, right? So I want to be able to teach as much as I can, reach out, you know, to as much minorities as I can. So I appreciate you. Uh, no problem. What's been the uh, feedback from people you have reached out to so far? Oh, yeah. We have about um, maybe about 6,000 people. Nice. Um, yeah, and, and we're up to maybe about under 100 per workshop. Okay. Yeah. We've been doing this for a couple of years now, so yeah, the the, the turnout has been great. Okay, I have volunteers that help out. They really uh, sacrifice their time to help us, and you know we have grown because at university I teach the same thing, and I only have like twenty students. Out of all that marketing and everything the university does. Right to get students, we only have twenty per class. Wow! So I'm yeah. So I'm very um, you know happy. You know we're we're at fifty, so the word's definitely is getting out. Yeah, because that was yeah. I mean, and also the results. we're getting people certified and we're getting them jobs or help. You know, help. Is that which is pretty amazing. That is definitely a lot of money to be made and a skill to learn. Yeah, yeah. Cybersecurity is a very hot industry now and probably be 10 years from now, right? Um, because as technology advances, you know, those that want to break it, like you said, advance too. So, <laughs> you know, we'll never be out of a job. Well, now you always got someone trying to put their hand in the cookie jar. Right, exactly. Need it in there. <laughs> exactly. Hands in the cookie jar like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so now I'm in Atlanta uh, and I'm trying to, um, you know, get the um, search out all the cyber nerds 
right? So we could start okay. meeting and start doing stuff in Atlanta now. Met with some good organizations and stuff, and we're, that's on the same mission. There's a lot of good organizations out there. That also doing the is what? Years ago, coding was like the big thing people were talking about. Yeah, yeah, still is. Coding okay. still is. Right? Especially with smartphones. So now there's a whole different type of coding now. It's mobile, mobile apps, right? Yeah. Yeah, Skynet's on the rise, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to make sure we don't miss that bus, you know? Okay, got um. The, the the opportunity bus. Yeah. I mean, when I was still working at Wayne State custodian, uh engineer lady was telling me, coding, get into that. I'm like, that ain't my thing. I tell other people though. Oh yeah. Yeah, if you would have got into it back then, oh my God. Anything else you got coming up? Um, uh, nope, that's it. Okay. That's it for me. Trying to um shake off the winter, hopefully. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. Um, next question. So, Go ahead. No, I said I have some conferences I'm speaking at. Uh, mm -hmm. um, we have what is called B sides. It's like mm -hmm. a um it's like a more intimate I say is huge, probably okay. like 20, 30, maybe 40,000 people go to RSA, Black Hat, or, you know, those are big conferences. So B-Sides is more of an intimate conference mm -hmm. right? um, that, that's thrown at different states. So, yeah, I have one in Puerto Rico. Um, I'm speaking in Puerto Rico in about a month. Okay. That's awesome. So I'm, 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 I'm well active in the uh, cybersecurity community. Okay. And in Atlanta, is it a forming community or it was already one there? We just tapping into it. Yeah, it's already one there. I want to try to make, you know, bring more awareness to it. Okay. Right what's going on there's not a lot of awareness so you don't know things are happening right and that's usually how cybersecurity is but i'm trying to change that right you know cybersecurity we're more like hush yeah uh, hey hey we're having a conference here if you don't hear about it then you you wasn't supposed to go you know so i'm trying to change that narrative right Open yeah, up more yeah, yeah, fight club. Hey, you don't know about yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel you. Now, what has been your biggest challenge on your journey? Uh biggest challenge on my cybersecurity journey was I had no real direction. And that's why I talk about mentors. I had to find it out myself. Okay. It's like driving with no GPS, right? I remember them so, days. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so, you know, you waste a lot of time, right, getting lost. And especially, like, in, in, in Atlanta, they have what is called the 285. It's literally a circle around Atlanta, right? Yeah. It's a highway that's a loop, a circle around, literally. Right. And um, if you miss, like, let's say you're supposed to get off of exit 10 and you miss it, eventually you'll hit exit 10 again. It'd be, it'd be two hours later, but eventually you'll hit it. Right. And that's how I felt my journey was. Right. I just missed exits. You know? And, and I had to. Atlanta, Georgia boy, ain't no joke. <laughs> I thought it was gonna take five minutes. We still on the road. Like we'll be there. Like, like, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. Yo, this is forever. <laughs> yeah, this takes forever, but yeah. You know, that first you know, you. <laughs> Oh, exactly. You've been you you've been to Atlanta? Yeah, been on a few times. Oh yeah, so um, you know. I got my brother and nephew named Covington. 
And I believe where okay. Intelligence is where okay. the Houston Hazard show was done. Drove by that downtown area. Like, that's where J.D. Hogg was at. Okay. That's oh. That was pretty dope. I found the yeah. weird when you go check out some nice houses. Stuff still got plantation for the street name. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to tell me something on the low low? I'm out of here playing. <laughs> this ain't for you. Exactly. Yeah, they like, come back. Come back to the plantation. <laughs> like, okay. They're like, Jeff, you tripping. I'm just saying, I mean, you can't come up with any type of name. I'm just saying. <laughs> but Atlanta's a cool spot. It was the, the first time I went in 05, it was weird. You in the club. And one, I thought I got away from my folks in Detroit. But we so deep. They, they had to give a shout-out, 313, yeah. what up, though? And half the yeah. like, what up, though? Like, man, you can't go nowhere without y'all people following. <laughs> people was very hospitable, one to share their weed. Like, no, nah, I don't know you like that, man. Thanks, no thanks. I'm like, that's very hospitable. <laughs> oh, we'll do that over the deal. I don't know. You ain't you ain't put in on this play. I don't know you like that. You know where you been? But it did have that southern hospitality vibe, which kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. The southern hospitality is great down here. Yeah, clubs pretty cool. Like like you was in New York somewhere. Each floor had its own design. Like, all right, we don't do it like that in Detroit. But I I took more fun laughing because I don't know if it's still open now, but. Back then, you had the chicken and waffle spot. I think it was Gladys Knight spot or something. Uh -huh. And we we had, we had to do a reserve for this, bro. Get up in there. I'm like, okay. What's the big hubbub? $20. What yeah. Let me quiet. Man, I could have went to Walmart and made my own damn bread. I'm about to pay $20 for some breakfast. Coney Island don't charge me $20. Jeff, you trip. I'm just saying, bro. Twenty. Okay, I'm. I'm. I'm tripping. Stop. Stop thinking of the math. Stop thinking of the math. And I went to use the bathroom, and I saw two homegirls talk to each other. And that's not too long after Bernie Mac said he ain't got no name. And she's like, "I'm here with him." I'm like, "I be damn Bernie." Oh. Like, said him. What the hell? Okay, whatever. Go to the club. Same girls are there. Lying to every dude buying drinks. I'm from Nebraska. Yeah. I'm from Washington. I'm dying laughing like this is different from Michigan. <laughs> they will say him out with, with JoJo or somebody, not him. <laughs> you said yeah, JoJo, right? Yeah, they leave, they put a name on you, but down there he was him. Like, wow. I uh, hope he don't know about this because dog, you ain't nobody. You him. <laughs> I mean, she about to leave you and go do her thing with the homegirl. <laughs> That's great. That's great. But the weirdest thing, my homeboy cousin smoked a cinnamon stick. Like a cigarette. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. I never heard of such a thing. Yeah, we did. This lazy boy lit that boy up. Like, it's been a long day. We looking like cinnamon sticks? Okay. Right, Just never seen it. That's what comes. That was cool. that was a fun, cool trip. Atlanta. Every time I went to Atlanta, it was always a story. Like, wow, what happened? What I missed? And like every time, can't go nowhere. To, like, why don't try to move from Detroit? Just move down. I'm trying to get away from all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Just saying. Don't want to feel like I'm in Detroit Part Two. <laughs> oh, oh, Detroit Part Two, man, well, dog. What up, though? Like. Man, I thought I ain't gonna hit it down here. <laughs> but Atlanta's cool. Yeah, and Atlanta is now become a, a tech hub for the South. It's wow. like they call it the Southern Silicon Valley. Interesting. You know. Um. So, that. so that's great. That's you know. Unfortunately, Detroit. They. They. You know. I. I don't know what happened. Corruption or whatever. But they never rebuild Detroit as far as services, you know, jobs and stuff like, okay, the auto industry was there and it engulfed Detroit like that. They own Detroit and then they left, uh, which is amazing. Yeah. They shouldn't no, have been able to that. do that. Just some, but yeah. 
They're not real big. Right. And that destroyed a whole middle class right there. Your upper yeah. class, right? And, um, you, you know, but they that, never... it's different. Huh? Like, downtown Detroit has been revitalized again, but it's very different. It ain't really tech. It's like a mix of all type of stuff going on. Right, right, right. And they, no, I don't think Detroit has found their industry yet. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it says auto, I would agree with that. You don't say this after you say auto. Right, right. A lot of stuff you will say. Well, hell, Tubi. I think a lot of Detroit movies are put on Tubi right now. Or TV oh, show. Yeah. So we should definitely creators here definitely getting on that way. Yeah, no, that's good. Now you gotta get your product out. Now, in your yeah. words, what has been your impact in the community? Well, my impact is to open up the doors to, and give people the possibility or the hope that they could get into this industry. Okay. Right? Um, you know, level the playing field, lower some of the barriers, right? So that way people could could feel comfortable being in that industry and not and they're not um just taking you know a swing in the dark right that it's a it's a real industry you know um um you know here's the guidance and everything to get in right um so that, i think that's the impact i caused or helped in that mission now what would be an example of someone in the industry not feeling comfortable oh yeah there's a lot of examples you know, there's still examples of where we're in the industry and we're experts in the field and, you know, but we're not championed by the vendor or the company that we're working for. They don't say, hey, you know what? Um, you know, such and such is a, is a uh, Jeffrey is an industry leader, right? Let's promote them. You know, let let's let everybody know that while our counterparts they're being promoted, and you know, oh. yeah. So that representation, then middle management is not being presented to us. Oh. Uh, you know, management, upper management is not really being presented, and it can't be presented when you're ten years in. It has to be presented your first year. Like, hey, we want to put you on this management track. This is what you need to be a manager at our company, right? Okay. This this is the paths you need to take. They need to talk to you your first year in, right? Yeah. And start, start getting you prepared for leadership, right? It doesn't, not 10 years later, you know? And, you know, you miss so many opportunities and now they want, you know, to choose you. Right. So so that is uh, an, another issue. Right. We're not moving up. We, we're getting higher, but we're not moving up. Yeah, I know uh, it was a, a educating advisor at Wayne State when I was custodian. Pulling the trash, she just started asking questions. I'm in school, going to business school, boo boo. And she just started asking those pointed questions of, so what's your plan? I'm like, well, eventually get my own company doing something. And then I guess I said the right thing for her to say, so you need to start carrying yourself like the CEO of that company now. So you'll be prepared when you get there. That kind of like blew my mind, made me stop what I was doing. Like, whoa. <laughs> like, you're not what you're doing right now. This is just to help you get to where you're trying to go. Like, right. I didn't even thought about it like that. And that made me start thinking totally different from that point. I definitely feel you if they get you in the early first year of it. You won't yeah. come in with just a work mentality, just get a little money, go do my thing. You'll be more business-oriented from the management perspective and maybe branch right. out to your own business. Yeah, yeah, that would be great too. But I see that these times, what I like about um, this generation, right? Generation, yeah. I guess, X. No, yeah, we're Generation X. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gen Z 
uh, and the generation after them is that they have a more entrepreneurial spirit because they could wake up one day and my daughter, my 18 year old daughter does this. She wakes up one day, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to YouTube. I'm going to be a YouTuber. Right? <laughs> you know, but you know, I'm not sure if she'll ever, but just having that spirit that, yeah. hey, I'm going to work on my own. I'm not going to wait for no one to tell me, you know, or give me money or anything. I'm going to try it on my own. Yeah. That is great, you know? You're right about that because my generation of X or whatever they call us, a lot of people have a lot of great ideas and talents, but when you look back and encounter them, remember that time we talked about something? Nah, I never tried that. No, that yeah. one for me, like, why one for you? Well, you know, talk with the fellas and some saying, ah, you'll be a sucker doing that. I'm like, yeah, they right. Like, so, so you heard that. Ah, you can't do that. And you listen to it. Right, right. Like, nope, they ain't your friend. But there's your yeah, friend no. like, oh, well, why don't you try this with it? Why don't you do this? Let's do some research. Now let's try it. Let's see what you can do. That's a friend. Right, right. And then, you know, we're scared of failure, you know, wasting our money, you know, all that. But the kids today, they just wake up on YouTube, TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they have yeah. that courage. They don't care so, about failing or looking stupid or anything, right? Yeah. I saw a video Ice Cube when I asked him about you would tell somebody now that want to do something. If you ain't, if you don't want to not make money or fall in your face for the next five years, don't even try because those things are going to happen before you get to where you got that. It's the process. So if you ain't for that grind of going through all that, don't even do it. Just go and do what you're already doing. But if you really want, I want a paint shop, for example. It's going to take a lot of stuff to go through to get to that paint shop. Now, if you if you about that life and that grind, you're going to have your paint shop in right. five years. And right, unless right. you learn along the way, you might be able to franchise. And people you know been watching that you didn't know, Whatever they think about it, it'll come to you like, so how do I start doing A, B, C, D, E? Because I watched you the whole time, and, man, you fell in your face a hundred times. You kept getting up. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with him? It's called determination. Just like a dude, yes. she really won't, and he he will do whatever to try to get, get a date. Get flowers, candy, a banjo playing. <laughs> Don't care. No one say, I want that girl. Go out with me. Energy for whatever business I do. I don't care what say I keep trying. I'm gonna get paid up. That's right. Our generation, other quit too quick. And now these cats, man, if they might hit a million dollars real quick on TikTok. They got that million dollars. If they invested right, they good. <laughs> At least they tried for it, like Pac would say. Right, right, right. As the line trying to try my angle, I'm gonna look funny. So what? Being successful is way more cool than falling your face ten times. Let me tell yeah. you, yeah, exactly. I love or my Jordan. He said he failed a zillion times, but a zillion and one, he got there. He yeah. did it all the time. And he did it. Kobe did it. What's the problem? Right, exactly. And to have and. One thing good is how do you get people to forget your failures by being successful? Mm -hmm. Success erase all failure. Because <laughs> I, I had to learn myself, and I finally got my degree after 20 years, dropping out, changing majors. And you wind up telling my sister became an awesome nurse. No one's going to remember how long it took you to pass the, the exam to get your nursing license or whatever you work for, your degree. Are they gonna ask you? Are you a college graduate? You got this net. Check the box. Don't want the backstory. Any job I apply for? Did anybody ask? Well, how many years take you get your college degree? Do you have a college degree? Yep, have a bachelor's. Click. Move on to the next question. <laughs> so who cares? As long as you got it. Right. Exactly. And you know, really, what you do with it, um, you know will be highlighted more than 
than how you got it, you know? Absolutely. So. That grind changed my life. I'm straight on some. I understand the, the, the management aspect besides the union work. Hey, you don't work, you don't eat. I'm sorry. Right. And to base with people, like, you kind of strict, no? You ain't going to pay the man to cut your grass and he half ass do it. He want $100, you're going to say, get off my property. So why you going to go to work and do a half ass job? Right. Man, y'all trying to be right. I just, I gave you a basic scenario. Ain't about me being right. That <laughs> 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 ain't, ain't my point. <laughs> you want the best effort. Give your best effort see what happens. Sky's guys winning. Time for that Yoda game. What advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose? Oh, find your purpose. A um, couple of things first. I think before <laughs> you go on that journey, I think mm-hmm. you need to know your personality, who you are. Right? Um, so there is a, and I'll put the link in, there's, you could take a free personality test to just help you. Uh, I remember um, our company paid for this, so it was very expensive. And now they're doing it free or a scaled-down version of it. It's called, let me get the link here. It is... There's a lot out there, but I want to do the one that actually won't try to sell you. Um, you know, there's ones that try to market you and sell you and upsell you. But this one here is good. Um, yeah, I'll put it in the chat. You could post it. Okay. Yeah, I'll put it up there. So, when I post the latest episode of your stuff, I'll put that in that description too. Okay, they cool. See if they want to click and take the test. They can take it. All right. Yeah, so it's a quick quiz, maybe about 10 minutes, and then it'll lighten you on, oh, what do I like? Okay, I like this, I like that, right? Once you know your personality type, then you start to know your purpose, right? Because now I know who I am. I know I'm an extrovert or an introvert or this or that, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're, when you do stuff, your passion for something, it makes sense now. Right? And I think that's the thing. You got to tap into your passion because passion fuels purpose. Right? If you're not passionate about your so-called purpose, you're not going to do it. You're not going to move. And that move, that gas is passion. Right? What what are you passionate about? Um, and you can be passionate about different things, right? But, you know, for, for a career uh, aspect, what are you passionate about career-wise? You know, and then... I'd say pursue that because now today we have access to a lot more opportunities than, than, you know, this, you know, today we have a lot more access to because of the internet, because of YouTube, you know, you can actually go and look and see people do it. You say, well, I want to play marbles. I want to be the marble professional, right? Play marbles in the street. Remember that? Okay, remember that? I want to play that. I could actually Google that, YouTube Mm -hmm. it, look at professional marble shooters, right? Like, you know, you could be anything today. All right. And look here. When it was, I had some of them business classes that was talking Spanglish. I got on YouTube, found another professor teaching, and I sat there for an hour and a half, like, oh, that's what that dude was trying to talk about. All right. (laughs) Take me some notes. All right. Well, 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 let me check out this class, too, because that dude was talking a little blue, blue, blue. I understand. All right, cool, cool. Let's go. Whatever you got to do, man. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. out there, for real. So my theme song yeah. to finish was Outcast, Get Up, Get Out. 
I played it every oh, day. Yeah, yeah. Every day for class. Like, we ain't stopping, dog. We can touch it. Suck COVID can't congratulate, but we going to do it. <laughs> we graduated after the fact, but we at the door. And every day we used to talk about wellness test check. How you feeling, like man? I don't care if the plan to blow up. We gonna get this degree, man. Yeah, I like that attitude, Jeff. Like that's the only attitude we got. There ain't no tomorrow, yeah. folks. We looking at the door. <laughs> there ain't none of us looking at but that door. We we can touch it. We gotta get right. it. No, exactly. And I joke in my classes, saying that we're we're Sparta, right? You ever saw the movie Three Hundred? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, we're you're going forward. That's it. There's no there's no turning back, right? Oh, Failure is not an option. I ain't talking. I stopped talking to everybody, hanging out. Like I got that selfie. Holler at your boy when I'm done. I got that championship belt. So I'm, I'm gonna have him talk my way through. Talk when I'm done. I need that piece of paper. That's the world title. I ain't got it. Right. And what you talking about? We can talk about later. <laughs> oh, exactly. Man. On the other side is. Totally different feeling. Like, wow. Like, way the world off your shoulders. Like, woo. <laughs> and I still retain that stuff. Like, I'll be there. I actually learned all that business stuff. <laughs> so you will retain anybody in your school. Don't think you don't use it. You will. Right, yep. That you will. You will use it. Because you'll deal with some interesting people in the workforce. Like, so let me do some quick problem solve right now. X equals this and that. No, that's not what we do with that. No, we do it this way. But I, but my way work. No, no, no. You trust me. I'm the boss. Trust me. That ain't gonna work. <laughs> your way gonna get you fired, man. Don't do that. Right, your way is gonna me. get you fired. Exactly. Don't do that. I, I'm here to help you. I ain't here to mess with you. I'm here to help you. Okay. And tell people, well, he's gonna do what? Like, yeah, like don't do that. And you did a problem solve. All them problem solve things and math play thing and use, you will use it. All that stuff. Calculating and counting, all that you will to me, you will it factors in to some degree. Like, mm. right. Oh, this person's very disrespectful. I can't power bomb through a table, so I lose my job. So I need to calculate what's the best respectful approach. And still let them know they're a piece of garbage. Respectful. Mm. I played all that. <laughs> Staying that proper business etiquette. Yeah. That, that's a great yeah. point. Find out what's your personality. Yeah, your personality will help you in picking your your purpose. Right? A lot of us don't know no. our personality, especially from a psych uh scientific, you know, mm-hmm. biological viewpoint also right we don't really know who we are and what we're made of and what makes us tick right mm-hmm. that's true now first engineer i ran across a cat I had classes with years ago and the look of dread on his face like bro what's wrong and i make eighty thousand. i hate it like but they told us engineering is born you thought they were lying <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. like, so every day, like, remember, this is a boy job. We make a lot of money. Like, I heard them every day, but take the money to do something you love. Oh, like, yeah, let the light click on. Don't walk around like, right. oh, God, they're making all this money, the devil. You can use it to do something else and still go make that money. What's wrong with you? All right. $8,000 $8,000. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's the way you're looking at life. You ain't looking at it right. He was happy after that conversation. Like, oh, yeah, you, your wife going to thank me because you you just had, like, the dark cloud. Like, it's sunny in the mug outside. What is wrong with you, brother? Yeah, yeah. You hate your job that much? <laughs> well, that was the funniest thing I ever heard. Like, they told him we going to be born. So get your money, man. Don't mess that up. This yeah, your first yeah, Huh? Been interviewed before. Where? Have you been interviewed before on a platform like this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I do. I I jump on a lot of, especially cybersecurity podcasts. Okay. You know, and and you know, I want to promote 
make sure I promote uh, my brothers and their podcasts like yours and others, right? So I try to, you know, get on them. I um, So that way my community could introduce to your community, right? Yep. I like to see you excited, man. We got a channel light over there. Yeah, so yeah exactly. Y'all got to share. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, then, hope I live to the tagline. We treat you like family. You felt comfortable to share your story. Have some fun. Yeah, yes, definitely, man. It was a pleasure coming. I know we've been trying to work this out. Oh, so oh, we get it. We get it. It's supposed to be. Y'all was yep, welcome yep. back. And they gonna write that book to slow it down for everybody. So it ain't a fire hose yeah. experience. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I've been dibble, dibbling, dabbling, but you know, it's it's a lot of work. It takes a lot of time. Like you have to clear up your schedule. You have to add writing a book to your schedule. I, I found that out. So I gotta yeah. make sure. Yeah, I gotta do my um article for this month for my newsletter on LinkedIn. Oh nice. Probably do it this weekend. Okay. But it it it, it takes work because you gotta have the right words. You know you gotta sit down, relax. All right, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> now I gotta make right. sense of the flow. Yeah right and in, in your head it sound good but then we <laughs> put it on the like, man you know <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about this. Like, oh, man, I got to sit there and type it, though. Hello. Let me bullcrap just a little bit long before. Like, all right, you're going to get that voice. Like, hey, you get it done. All right. Cut some music on, get typing. Knock it out. <laughs> you know. I, I definitely thank Professor Rogers. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Because you got these accolades. Got to put y'all here right. Cybersecurity Solution Architect. Founder, Professor Roger Cyber Lounge, podcaster, public speaker, cyber mentor, cyber career coach, cybersecurity professor, Professor Rogers. Also, Mr. Fundamentals, White. Yep, Mr. Fundamentals. Okay, okay, Big Tim Duncan, I feel you. Yeah, <laughs> fundamentals. Yeah, <laughs> all day. <laughs> I appreciate you sharing your story. Whoever been watching, thank y'all for tuning in. Share it. Hey, yes. Why don't you try this thing and see if you want to get some of the cybersecurity money? Oh, yeah. Yeah, anybody that wants to come in, feel free. My doors are open. All right? Join my classes. Everything will we'll, we'll put you on the right track. Yeah. I just learned, since I'm a news and broadcast company, I can get media passes. Like, oh. I got to start oh. working that. I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, man. We got the final yeah. four coming 27. We got price mother this. I got to I gotta get in these streets. Yeah, yeah man. Hey, call me so I, I can carry your camera. Oh, for sure. No problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get it in, man. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody else. The sports lounge is coming up in 20-something minutes. We're gonna talk a lot of smack about sports and, and alliance win. So that that's like the Charlie Burton. Oh man. Lions oh, ain't man. done two playoff wins in the same year. Oh Lord. Dude, I know, man. Conference. I'm coming to join you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> this is now, like it's all right. I haven't heard the Lions in like what 10 years? <laughs> man. So it's good. Shout out to all them diehards because they've been like. We told you one day they're gonna be worth something like I ain't gonna lie, I was like, you crazy, but hey, hats off to you. Yeah, that's their determination. They stuck with it. You do the same thing they be trying to do in these streets. Yep. Hope everybody have be safe. Enjoy your weekend. Till next time.
Detroit.